Mm. So anyway, I was talking to Mike. Yeah. About his stuff, and he was like, sent me videos of his cleans from the hang, and I was like, yeah, they look good. Like, there's not really much to say about your cleans. Like, they they look good. Like, you're opening up better than you normally are. You're set up position. Like, your shoulders are over the bar further. Like, it looks heaps better. And then he was like, oh yeah. And then so then I commented on his jerks and stuff, which are the things that needed a bit more work from the videos. Yeah. That he sent me. And then he was like, oh, okay, thanks, da, da 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 And then about 10 minutes later, I got another one from him, and he's like, are my cleans really... He's like, do you actually think my cleans look all right? Because I feel like shit. Like, I'm not making contact. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And I was like, what do you mean you're not making contact? And I went back and looked at the video. I was like, did I seriously just not look at the video and comment and say it looks good? Yeah. Like, that's what I thought I must have done. And then I went and looked back at the video, and I messaged him back. And I was like, dude, I can see the bar lifting your shorts. Like... I can see your shorts flicking up with the bar. Yeah. How, what do you mean you're not making contact? And he was like, oh, yeah, I can see that you can see that. He's like, I guess it's just... I can see that yeah. you can see He's it. like, it's just not banging off my thighs anymore. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, that's what we're trying to avoid. Yeah, it's <laughs> I was not like, meant to do that's that. That's what we're getting away from happening. <laughs> um, but it was funny. And then he messaged me yesterday. I haven't looked at the videos yet, but I saw the message. He was like, oh... Once I put a bit of weight on the bar, it feels better now. And I was like, because mm, we were just doing everything in an empty bar oh, for yeah. ages. And also, once you put weight on the bar, as he's gone back to banging it. Banging it. I haven't yeah. watched the videos yet. Uh, damn. So it sucks know. that we can't watch it live. <laughs> I'm, we could. I just don't know whether if it'll keep recording or not. Yeah. And I don't know if it's worth the risk. Not worth the risk. Not, not, the not risk. this time. Not this time. Can you get WhatsApp on the computer? Yeah, I have WhatsApp on the computer. Mm. But it's logged into mine. Mm-hmm. Future, maybe I could forward you stuff if I want to. Yeah, show things on the show podcast. things on the podcast. Yeah. I feel like it'd be rude to do technical critique of Mike on a live podcast. No, that would be so fun. <laughs> if, if you guys do listen and you want your okay, if you listen to this podcast and want your uh, technique of any left, or actually, you know what, the technique of anything, <laughs> anything in the world. Mm. Um, Broken down, we'll, not your strokes. We'll have, huh? Hmm? Not your what? Strokes. For what? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like literally any movement. It could be lifting. It could be drinking a beer. We will dissect nah. the technique <laughs> of anything. Any movement. Any movement. In fact, I, if we can get enough people sending that in for yeah. us to dissect, <laughs> I feel like that could be a 10-minute segment at the start of every podcast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it would be a lot of fun. But send in your lifts. Mm. Um, but and we'll, I like the drinking beer one. Like, mm. That'd be a good one. And obviously, like they've got to be... Some like, We'll enjoy them if they're not, but we're not going to play them on the podcast if they're not PG. Mm, yes. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're on YouTube. We can't show everything. We can watch it. You just can't be up on uh, the screen. That's true, yeah. 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 Mm. Interesting. That would be funny. Mm. Mm. But also, if you're going to send in technique videos of anything, make it somewhat impressive. No, no, no. No, I want impressive. It doesn't have to be impressive. If you're going to send me you drinking a beer, it better be a skull of a schooner. Don't just give me... Like a sip? A sip. Yeah, beer. but like, you know, a sip can also be classy. Like if they're drinking whiskey and they've got a good whiskey sip where they're like... Mm. Followed by a puff of a cigar. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's what a video I want. I want someone sipping a whiskey and then taking a puff of their cigar. 
Mm. Oh, this would be a fun segment if people actually did it. Mm. It would be. I reckon Claire would. Claire, this is for you. <laughs> I want puff of a cigar and a sip of a scotch. Mm. A good scotch. Not a Johnny. Not a Johnny. I want like a Glenn Levitt or something. Well, speaking of Claire, mm. she had a second topic that she wanted us to mm. talk about. Yeah. Controversial. Is it controversial? It is controversial. It, uh, yeah, like if you're an idiot. No, it's controversial, Andy. <laughs> it's controversial because we don't really know. We definitely do know. <laughs> do we? Yes. No, the government's lying to you. Are they? Yes. Okay, t- t- let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. What is this topic? The flat earth theory. The earth is flat. I don't really think it's a theory. I think most of us know it's fact. That, that the earth true. is flat. <laughs> No, we all know that the Earth is not flat, but no, we don't all know that the Earth is not flat. You and me maybe know that the Earth is not flat, but is there some merits to some of the arguments, Andy? That's what I'm asking. Mm. Okay, so what are the arguments that you normally hear out of a flat Earther's mouth? Out of a flat Earther's mouth? I don't know. What are the arguments? You know, <laughs> There's one good argument, my favourite argument, that actually made me sit and think one day. And that was the curvature of the Earth. Is that um, if the Earth were not flat, then you would see um, more of a drop based on what we experience, what we know the Earth's size to be in diameter or yeah. radius or circumference. The drop of the Earth, the so where the horizon should be based on the curvature of the Earth. You should not. We can generally see further with a telescope over where that curve should drop off. So, by the mathematics of it, there should be a drop off from the curvature of the Earth, where even with no matter how powerful the telescope, you can't see just because that's where the horizon is, because that's where the Earth curves around. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, um, we can generally see a little bit further. But that's got more to do with. Um, reflection coming out of the atmosphere rather than um, the Earth being flat. That's the theory that made me think once. Yeah. Mm. You're an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) So that's like light refraction from the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Mm. I don't really know much about the flat Flat Earth. Earth. Yeah. And we didn't didn't look it up because otherwise it would be educated. Yeah. Yeah. but from what I've heard people talk about, it seems like it does just come from like people watching like a whole bunch of YouTube videos. YouTube videos, yeah, always. That's the rabbit hole. YouTube is can go deep. Yeah, you go cat video, cat video. Oh my god, police brutality! This is terrible. Did that guy just die? Flat Earth. Mm. And then the government's lying. Flat Earth. Mm. Mm. Chemtrails. Mm. Yep. A lot of people are into that kind of stuff. Do you have any conspiracy theories, like big common conspiracy theories that you buy into? Yeah, I don't think I... Epstein killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look into it. Look into it. He definitely didn't kill himself. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> There's no way he killed himself. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone not know about that story? Uh, yeah, I think so. Do you believe in aliens? Mm, do I believe we've had contact with them? Yeah. No. Do I believe there's other life out there? Probably, yeah. Do you believe... Not based on any science, though, just based on... 
what you want sheer, to believe? No, just sheer theory of like probability that ah. I just can't see um, from a scientific point of view. I just can't see logically they're not being, if there's life here, just the vast mass of the universe that is unexplored and unknown. It's hard to think that we're that special. It's hard to think that we're that special. It would be that it wouldn't happen again somewhere mm. else. And so like the... Because this is actually interesting to me. That being like, said, though, the Big Bang has is like a one in a multiple billion chance that it was all going to fold out the way that it did. So there is still that chance that maybe we were the only one, but also the universe is like multiple billions like of kilometres long. Like it's huge, like it's the vastness of it. So the amount of things happening in the universe would make you think that maybe it's happened again elsewhere that's true but yeah like the the chance of you know like there being a sun that is just big enough that it's not going to burn you just mm. small enough that it's you know and mm. just young enough that it's going to be able to but be also we're, to but also why do we evolve. like if we're talking about it being another human race like that's like the reaction didn't have to happen the exact same way like, there's no reason to believe that... That it's going to be carbon-based life forms. Yeah, it might be some sort of other life form. Yeah. It might be closer to the sun and just something about the way that they're designed, they're easier, they're able to withstand that in the same way that to a more extreme version of we've got populations of people that live in hotter and colder areas and over years of ancestry, they've been they've adapted and been able to survive in those climates better than what we would by That's moving true. to them. I mean, but like our, understanding, our understanding of life would say that, you know, things would have to be pretty similar. Even Hawking's was like um, this possibility of like silicon-based life, mm. uh, which would be like different compared to like us, mm. but still like, you know, temperature, radiation, like all those things would affect Maybe. people differently. I think um, from the, I just I feel I feel like there's no reason for me to say that there wouldn't be another life form out there that is just operating under, in a different part of the universe that is just operating under a completely different set of rules, mm. like that we don't understand because we don't have those rules. Like why? Like just because science is true here doesn't mean science is necessarily going to be true a million light years away. What? Do you not get that? Like our rule, there's, no, like there's nothing to say that our rules of science aren't going to be different elsewhere in the same way that um, the gravity on Earth. But that's not how like physics works. Like- well, maybe, but like, there's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like there's no, I can't guarantee that that's not going to be different somewhere else. Like, the laws of physics are constant. Mm. The laws of chemistry are constant. Yeah, here. Like, I understand, I understand if you're thinking, like, biology can be different. Mm, no, I'm thinking anything could be different. We don't know, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way of knowing. Where everything that we know is constructed in this very small space. Yeah. So, just because we know it here, like, we don't know what's going on elsewhere. So, there's no way of knowing that the rules aren't different, the boundaries aren't different. I'm just saying there's that possibility that everything is different somewhere else. 
Yeah, but that like, I I understand what you're saying <laughs> and where you where you're trying to go with that. Yeah, but that can't be why true. Like, yes, the mechanisms of how things work can be different, but the rules of physics will be the same because there are only unless there are new variables such as new uh, elements or maybe like anything could be different but what, I'm, what I'm saying is we have zero knowledge zero knowledge of what is different over there in the same way that in the same way that someone of science can't say definitively there is definitely like without a doubt in their mind there's no higher power somewhere like yeah I know yeah like you can't there's, there's, there's certain things that even though you know it to be true here, you can't, you can't rule them out in the, same way, in the same way that people couldn't rule out, um, I don't know, in, I'm trying to think of an example where our science has come further in future, um, like with evolution and stuff, like there's no... Like how men evolved to be better than women. <laughs> but like maybe yes. on another planet, they're equals. Maybe. Is that what you're trying to yeah, say? Yeah, that's maybe what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. No, all I'm, say- all I'm saying is we, our, our knowledge base is... Insular. Can, is insular. So there's, there's, no, there's just... I understand that physics is physics. Physics is the way that it is. It is the way that it is because that's the way we know it to be where we are. So that the rules, yes, are, play that way, but there's no way of being 100% sure that the rules don't change out of our solar system or somewhere else. A million light years away. There's just like we can't we can't say that for certain just because it happens here and it happens in the other side of the planet and that the rules are the same on the moon mm. and the rules are the same on Mars doesn't mean that a million light years away the rules aren't different like but how different you can can't know well, how different so can you're, they be? all you're just saying is that you're all you I'm need say- to keep an open mind or all, all, all i'm saying is that even just by saying because by the maths that we can do here life could not possibly be that much different in the way that things react to radiation and temperature just just because that rule works out with the maths here doesn't mean that's the way it's going to work out somewhere else. The poss- there's infinite possibility of anything because we don't know. Like it's infinite. Mm. That's part of the point is that we don't know anything really about what's out there. So we only know what's in our very small capsule. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I was just arguing for the sake of arguing, <laughs> uh, and also to to give a, another way of thinking of things. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree that like for everything that we know, the maths probably works out that way, but there's that much that we don't know about the way things work on our own planet. There's no way of knowing that the rules aren't played completely differently somewhere else. Yeah, like why is it that when I pray, sometimes <laughs> things go don't. my way and sometimes <laughs> things don't? Surely yeah. the mechanism should be infallible. Yeah, should be. Hmm. But even, oh, I don't know. Do you understand the theory of relativity? 
No. No? Like, do you have a, like, a rough grasp on it as to, like, why things happen that way? Enough to explain. No, you explain it to me. No, I don't know. Oh. I'm asking you to explain it to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? See, that's, that's, that's one thing that, like, is probably a good example of the fact that we don't know is, like, the, the fact that time can be different in two places close together just based on relativity. Um, like you've seen that movie um, Interstellar you've seen Interstellar I watched yeah. that with you at the movies years ago yeah um, wait we watched that at the movies mm. together yeah huh yeah. Yeah. yeah I really like Interstellar mm, it is a good movie but there's there's no way that we can know that the rules don't play completely differently somewhere else like in the same way that relativity can change yeah like what time can change depending on where you are none of us have spent time in one of those places where time is different to know whether if maybe something else is different, the same way gravity is different, there's no way of knowing maybe the physics and the laws that we play by are different as well. Yeah. I guess that's all I'm saying. Like, there's, there's no way to know that in 30 years a new Stephen Haw- a new version of Stephen Hawking with his mind, his brain goes, hey, I've come up with a new thing and by the way, if we go a certain distance out everything operates differently. Yeah, I get that. This is something that is like way over my head. It's way over my head as well. Like this, mm. I'm confident to talk about a lot of things mm. and this isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not confident. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just, I, I just know that with the amount that we've learnt over a long period of time as a race and then, or as a species, and then the amount that we've that we still don't know and that's only in our little area our own little capsule it's very hard to say that we we know how things are going to play out elsewhere we can assume that it's going to be the same as here but there's no way that we actually know that yeah. as a fact for certain yeah okay i'll concede to that i in the same way like- that people theorize as other dimensions like there's, that is a real theory. Like People actually theorize around that, that there are other dimensions. And those theories, like the theories that they have that actually have some merit to them, like that there's a fourth dimension, there's actually some merit to that theory. I don't understand it, but I've heard people much smarter than me talk about it. That, the ant thing, right? Yeah. Like where like you have a piece of paper mm. on a table and like, you know... And to an ant, that piece of paper is just like part of the the ground, so it's just flat. Mm. But then if you lift that paper off the ground, then you can see that there's a fourth... Mm. There's another wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's some merit to theories like that. And you can't see it unless And you we wouldn't know that. what was happening inside that other dimension, right? Like, so that would be even another point towards maybe whatever's out there has an understanding of those things and therefore operates out of a different rule, different set of rules to what we do. Mm. Mozzie? Mm. I think... I don't even know. Mm. This is why I like listening to people like Neil deGrasse Tyson and stuff to mm. Because they can they can articulate it. it. Yeah, they can explain stuff to me like mm. when I watch them. Mm. But still, it's just so confusing. Mm. 
things do make sense when someone smart actually explains it to you properly. Yeah. Mm. Rather than trying to beat your head against the wall. So do you think that there's a dimension where we know what we're, what we're talking about? Maybe. <coughs> no. <laughs> there's definitely no dimension where we know what we're talking about, about this stuff. Do you think there's possibly parallel universes? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I hope so. Mm. Interesting. I just wish I had superpowers. Mm. What superpower would you want? Teleportation. Mm. If you could choose any superpower, what would you choose? Probably teleportation. Stop copying me. Choose, be original. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't think I'd want to re read minds. You wouldn't want that? No, I don't think so. I don't think you really want to know what people are thinking all the time. I think you think you want to know. I think it's one of those things that you think you want. Yeah. But the minute you have it, you'd be like, uh, life was easier not knowing, actually, what people are thinking all the time. Yeah, okay, that's another one. What is a, what is a power that is also like a curse? Like, that's a curse. That's a curse, yeah. Because um, even if you can turn it on and off, like that, your curiosity to do it to know. would yeah. wreck you all the time. It's another one. You'd never have a partner. Like you'd never be able to keep partners. You'd never be able to mm. do a lot of things. Unless your partner was really dumb and not much was going on. <laughs> yeah. Even um, like persuasion Yeah. is, is one. Like Did you ever watch Jessica Jones? No. No. You should watch Jessica Jones. Yeah, okay. That would be... I don't even know what that's about. Um, yeah, that would be terrible. I actually think, like, super strength would be a curse as well. Mm. Super speed. Why? Being too fast. Ah, uh, I think super strength just, like... Especially for us, like, the challenges. Were gone. you trying to make a joke there about super speed? No, no, no. Because no, <laughs> no. if you did... Oh, sorry, it was funny, but I just thought... <laughs> Shot it. Even super speed would be like challenge too. Just mm. like too fast for everyone. Like mm. finish first all the time. That too. <laughs> yeah. Nothing much would change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two days tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow, morning. tomorrow. Cool. Exciting. It is really exciting. Mm. Like now, I'm actually excited. Excited. Mm. Mm. And he's partner is coming back from Canada to visit yeah and then how much longer is she how long is she here for like two weeks two weeks and then how long is she back over there for before she's finished up uh November November okay unless she resigns mm, that's all right hmm interesting very interesting so you started your masters mm I did how's that going rough really already mm just trying to get on top of the first week. I think the first week will be... Yeah, it's like, how is it that you are one week in and already behind? I'm not behind. Oh. I'm trying to stay on top is the thing. But, but it's, it's just, already hard to stay on top? It's just taking me a little bit to get back into the rhythm of study, I think. Like, like I, I spent an hour and a half um, reading and taking notes from like a nine-page article yesterday. Yeah. Like, it just takes me a little while. To, and like there's better way like there's better ways to get information out of an article 
like which like just skim reading and picking up the things that are important. Yeah, like reading the abstract and reading the conclusion. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. But um, <laughs> I'm just trying to. I always do this. Like I try and do things super properly the first time. So read everything word for word, highlight the things that are semi-important, write notes on them, and that sort of thing. And then um, I realize that I realize about three weeks in that's not gonna um, fly it's not gonna fly it's just gonna take too much time um so you have to pick the important things um do you think it was smart of you not to have that much of a break between your masters and bachelors yeah yeah i think so too mm. but i was always very lazy in my bachelors as well i'm trying to do this properly yeah because like, this even is like it, a choice like i mean i know it was a choice to do your bachelors but like it's a real choice to do your masters this is now like the one where i'm like this is made a set in stone decision for a career now yeah. so like do it properly don't fuck it up because also because doing properly in this one just with the connections that this particular course brings making sure you impress the right people with your work yeah is pretty important as well um why is i got a bunch of emails and stuff i gotta send actually i like all the internships that come up for high performance sport so like there's Ones with like the Waratahs, there's one that got sent out the other day with the Wallabies. It's all GPS and data analysis, uh, um, which I have zero experience in at all. Like even from my bachelor's, like we, didn't, we did one hour with GPS units um, and none with the data analysis side of it. So they're always looking for exercise science students with experience in GPS in that, stuff. Yeah. But I've never done anything and I haven't worked with a team that's explained it to me. Can you do a course or something? like Probably. A mini, a uh, today, that's one of my chores from today. To look up, list, see if you can do that. Is just to email um, one of the lecturers from my uni who yeah. is in charge of a lot of the Wallabies internships and just find out where he thinks the best place to do it is. And at least because I've emailed him, hopefully then it's a name in his head. Yeah. Like at least it seems like I'm making an effort to do the best that I can to get yeah. internships, do whatever I can for that. And then um, also email uh, the guy I did that tour with. He actually did his PhD in GPS analysis. Ah, so um, that's that'd be a good connection to have. Yeah. So talk to him about um, what he thinks the best way is, even if it means flying up to Brisbane to spend a week with him at the Raw or whatever, and just learn how to use the systems properly and yeah. understand them. Just because I think to get a foot in the door, I think that's going to be the way to do it. Yeah. Is to do the GPS and, stuff. And because it's, a, it's the nitty gritty. I think no one wants to do it. That's why they're getting interns to do it. Yeah. So I think that's the one that's going to get you in the door. Um, even though that's not what I want to do as an end goal, I think that's the path I'm probably going to have to take to initially get in, to actually talk to people and get face to face. And also some of the internships are just awesome. Like the one they sent out the other day was with the Junior Wallabies. Um, so that's like training camps flights accommodation and meals all paid for training camps in Melbourne and in Perth and then two weeks for the World Cup in Italy that'd be sick yeah which should be pretty cool um, but like I don't have any experience so I'm not going to get that one but it mm. would be cool like and those are the sort of opportunities I don't want to miss out on just because I don't have any background in data analysis which are units that we're doing that I've got this semester will help, like, you with will help me with that. But at least having a base knowledge have you done, how the units um, work would be better. Much stat work? Have I done much stat work? No, not outside of like basic bloody t tests and shit. Yeah, okay. Um, on Excel. And even t tests, I fuck up. I hate stats. Mm. I really hate stats stuff. 
Um, but we'll go through more of it now. I probably should go in and do, like I think they offer like little courses and stuff through the student center for stats and that sort of thing, like to help freshen up on things with using Excel and that sort of thing, like doing paired versus um, simple t-tests, like paired t-tests and simple t-tests and finding p-values and that sort of thing. But I need to go and actually do that because I forgot how to do it all. Yeah, I don't remember. Like I know how to that. find the formula, but I don't remember what things I need to select from columns and stuff like that. Like finding formulas is easy, but... What and why you're doing things. And, and why I'm doing certain things and whether if it's like categorical variables or continuous variables, what type of tests you need to use and all that sort of thing. You know what's really spastic that I did yesterday? The difference between an odds ratio and a risk ratio. Do you know the difference? No. So the odds ratio and the risk ratio are basically exactly the same thing, but it's used for like, if you're testing say, uh, risk of injury in previously injured people and not previously injured people. So if 10 out of 74 people get injured previously, who were injured previously, get re-injured, and nine out of 100 people who were previously injured, who have not been previously injured, get injured, then the risk ratio is 10 over 74, whereas the odds ratio is 10 over 64. That's the only difference between it, is one is a ratio of that number within the whole number, and one is the odds difference of that number versus of injured versus not injured. Did that make any sense to you? Kinda. Yeah, kinda, you kinda get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like one is, you take the 10 away because they're no longer there and that's the odds, yeah. and one is the ratio within the whole number yeah. versus one is the ratio with what's left. And that's just showing the significance of the pre-injury to yeah, whatever re-injury. Yeah, whatever it is. Mm. Interesting. Do you think for what you want to do with your career that having your master's is important? Uh, I think the mutton, no. No, not no. yes and no. Yes, because I think doing the master's, I'm doing the master's mainly for hopefully the connections Yeah, that it breeds rather than necessarily the knowledge that it gets. But the knowledge is important as well. Like the amount of stuff we're going to do on like managing training loads and stuff is important. Yeah, like, like you're, you're like, you sent me that assignment that you have to do. Like I'm pretty interested to see what you write for that. Mm, that's actually a group assignment, that one. So we're going to do... Uh. <laughs> sorry? Yeah, I know. So we're going to do... Um, we have to pick two injuries and a sports and a specific sport for the injuries and then write an injury prevention program for them. Yeah. Um, and then do a 20-minute presentation on... 10 minutes on each injury as to what the mechanisms behind the injury is, how they happen in the sport, and then also what the injury prevention program is. So we're going to do um, in rugby union, ACLs and hamstring hamstring injuries. And then I chose those two um, because I think they'll be pretty well. In, I think they'll will be able to then spend maybe a minute or two in the presentation linking the two to talk about why hamstring strains is maybe related to ACL injuries and that sort of thing. Like being that a weak hamstring is generally a precursor to an ACL. Can be a precursor to an ACL. Mm. 
So on stuff I was reading yesterday in this Yeah, you have to be very very careful with how like, you word your things. verbiage now. Yeah. You can't talk like how we talk. Yeah. And get away with it. Yeah. Um, but that's why there's two other people in the assignment so they can do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting. Like I think it'll be interesting. Like some of the stuff I was reading. Actually, our group assignments better now in a masters because you you all really really hopefully are want into to put this. effort into yeah. it. Hopefully, I'm hoping so. Yeah, seems that way. Seems that way. I'm noticing that um, already though that there's a lot of people doing a lot of the people doing this masters are already working in the field as well. Mm. Like. Um, one of, like one of the guys that's going to be in my group is already working with the Waratahs, and then the other one's working in like um, first grade AFL in Adelaide. Whereas, like, and then the other one, another mate of mine that's doing the course is a strength and conditioning coach for the number thirteen female in the world in tennis. Like, that's a very high seat. Some of them are working with professional ice hockey in. States, some of them working with the NFL. Uh, three of the guys that we went to speak to in that tour last year, the coach at the 76ers, the high performance manager at the 76ers, the Eagles and the Rams are all doing this course. They're in their last semester now for this course. So it's just kind of like, I've only ever worked with general pops. Wow. And these guys are already So you're like, like the black sheep. Yeah. I'm pretty lucky to get in. I think, I think there was some behind-the-scenes words given by the guy I went to the tour for me because they'd like you to be already a bit working in high-performance sport. Um, so I think he put in a word for me. That's so cool. Mm, hopefully. Anyway, yeah, so need to try and get internships and stuff now so I can start working in the field so I don't feel like I'm the only one not doing it. Mm, not doing the work that you're working to do. To working towards doing it. Yeah. Well, because my worst nightmare is finishing this master's and then like... Not having a job. And then working in a gym for the rest of my life without actually moving into the high performance field. Mm. Which, I mean, there's things that you can adapt across, right? Like everything that you learn that you should do with elite athletes, you could do with... General pop with or general amateur pop athletes. Or amateur athletes. It's just um, obviously everyone who's doing it wants to work with... Elite athletes. Yeah. Mm. And I think I think you need to have the... I think you need... Like, you personally need to do that. Mm. Like, you have to work with professional athletes, even if it's just to know that you don't want to do that yeah, yeah, yeah. after that. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even if it's just to go, these guys are wankers. I don't want to work with them anymore. Like, okay, so my question then is, do you think it would have been better off? Because, like, you're... Your end goal is to work with professional athletes. Mm. Would it have been, and this might not be possible, but would you have been better off trying to get a, like a Job internship or whatever and get your foot in the door through that rather than spending all this money on your master's? Mm, I think the fact that I'm doing the master's will help me get an internship. Mm. And a lot of the internships, possibilities or opportunities will be generated from things that get sent to the coordinators of the Masters and will get passed on. Yeah. Things that you wouldn't normally hear about unless you're in the Masters. Like that Wallabies thing, like you wouldn't hear about it unless, except for the fact that Grant is in charge of it. And he's one of them, help, like he helps manage one of the couple so of the like, units. 
what if you had more friends in that field like you mm. just happen to be able to talk to a lot of those people mm. well actually i'm hopefully trying to make some of those connections at the moment but i need to be <laughs> do you ever feel like a wanker just like randomly messaging people that you don't know about that sort of stuff like tr trying to build that network but i feel like that's what i need to do like i won't i'll tell you a little bit more off air because i don't want to yeah yeah throw anyone under the bus from a conversation i had the other day but i was talking to someone i went to see the other day and they've got a lot of connections just through friends and stuff that and people they've worked with in the past that they said they'd give me like email addresses and stuff to try and network and sort yeah. of just make friends with people and that was one of the other things that um, they said to me yesterday was like, be proactive about trying to get work in places, yes, but be more proactive about building friendships with people in the industry. Yeah. And then um, you'll find a lot of the time the work will come to you rather than you having to go out and search for it. Mm. Because if you're in the full forefront of someone's mind as being someone that's really curious and interesting and knowledgeable then maybe when they're looking for an intern they'll go oh maybe i'll just hit steve up see what yeah. he's doing um and that sort of thing right did you get it no no rather than constantly being like hey do you guys have an internship available yeah that sort of thing the, the the struggle with that is that it often takes like a long time and it usually comes at a time where you're like ah. i can't do this i don't yeah. have time yeah i think i've probably passed up opportunities in the past where i shouldn't have just because I was like, oh, it's too hard to do now. Um, and I think I'm kind of at a stage now where I've decided even if it means pay cut or whatever, like I think it's something that I need to do now. Um, and that's one of the other reasons why I need to be a little bit more proactive about trying to grow my online stuff as well. So that yeah. if I need to drop work, I can. Um, I can afford to. Yeah. Because um, that's the other thing. Like there is still a cost of living that needs to be paid. long-term goals right like not short-term goals yeah well that's an interesting concept mm. <laughs> i'm just gonna drop work here <laughs> no no i was just um using a pun of uh, what you're gonna call you oh um, yeah 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 well i'm paying for that but i don't know whether i'm gonna use it you don't like it anymore no i do like it i just don't know whether if people are gonna kick up stink about it uh because of uh two yeah Interesting. Anyway, the reason I was asking about that That is, tangent that we went on? Yeah, yeah. No, no, like, I, I think it's actually important because that's talking about, like, how important the education system oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Compared to, like, just getting... Experience. Experience. Mm. Like, there are a lot of things, a lot of jobs where the theoretical knowledge that you get from study is important, but then there's a lot of jobs where like just on the job experience can be like the most and having conversation thing. and yeah so like maybe something like medicine mm. needs to definitely be like standardized across across the board so mm. having like universities and things are very important part of it mm. and then the other part is obviously the internship process mm. but on the other end like things like trades, for example, mm. for millennia we've had trades that have been like purely apprenticeship based, not study based. Mm. 
Like if you were a blacksmith, you would go and apprentice to a blacksmith. They would teach you their way of doing things, and that's how you would become the next blacksmith of that town. Yeah, yeah. And vice versa. But now it's like you do that plus you do all these courses, and then you get mm. your trade at the end. And what's more important, the output of work, like the quality of work that you output in a free market, or that you have the qualifications that say that you could do it. Mm. Mm. Unfortunately, the stress that we put on the education system now is getting more and more, like as in the stress for the requirement um, is getting higher and higher. So I don't think you can anymore get away without having things. A qualification. Having qualifications um, and getting into jobs. Like there's plenty of people, there's plenty of old heads in like, uh, like finance, for example, who don't have an accounting or a commerce degree, but they these days are not going to hire someone who doesn't have one mm. if that makes sense like they own the business and they never got one but now just with the sheer number of people that are doing the degree uh, in the first place they have such a pool to pick from of people that have done the degree it's just a very easy line to draw down the middle to go you haven't done the degree so I'm not hiring you these people have all done the degree let's choose out of them I think that's mainly where it is it's just the sheer number of people that study have driven it yeah. In that direction. Is that yeah. right or wrong? Though? It's probably wrong for a lot of jobs. Because, like, the universities obviously are profit machines, but at the same time, research and stuff comes out of them. Mm. So, like, for a lot of these um, industries to move forward, you have to have that research side of things. Mm. Yes. So, like, universities are also still very important. For that reason. But the thing is that their bottom line is so... Like, they're making so much money from such a huge pool of people mm. that are going into, like, five jobs. Mm. Mm. And that's my, my worry about it. And also, like, I worry about this over-saturation of, like, titles, courses, mm. and whatever. Like, I know our industry is very much deregulated mm. but it works pretty well mm. in the sense that like if you want to find a good coach you'll find a good coach mm. because they're out there they're out there you just have to look yeah whereas now like with a lot of other things like a doctor's a doctor but you might not be finding a really good doctor you're just finding someone who's just done their mm. done their courses and the funny thing is, there's, pro there's a lot of coaches. There's probably a lot of coaches. A doctor's a bad example, but like, pick another job. Mm. It's funny, there's yeah. a lot of people who have done like an exercise science degree, for example, who are horrible coaches. And then there's a lot of people who did their... Then there's people out there that did their weightlifting level one, but never did cert three or four, or did a CrossFit level one, and mm. never did anything else, and are great coaches. Mm. And that's the, that's the thing. Mm. That, that, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. Does the, does the lower regulation of the industry almost maybe breed that opportunity better? Because it's easier for people to get into it? I think so. Like a low barrier to entry. Mm. I think that's important for mm. attracting talent. Mm. And also just like, like if you want the knowledge, you're going to go out and look for it. Mm. Like I'm almost 100% sure that I will end up doing some sort of further education in the next year um, to improve my knowledge of anatomy. 
Mm. Because I feel that like is what's letting me down right now as a coach. Mm. Is that like I know global anatomy, mm. but like the intricacies are showing up more and more now in my athletes, and I'm like, oh, I really wish I knew more, mm. and I'm too lazy to do it. Do it on my own, so I'll probably do a course. Mm. Fair enough. Is that why you're talking about doing like massage or something? Yeah. Mm. Is massage the one for you? Um, mm. Is that an ad? No. Ah. I was just thinking, is massage the one for you? I only thought of, of I. The only reason I thought of massage therapy is it also gives me a legal ability to have hands on. Mm. Yeah. And like do release work and stuff. Yeah. Um, which can be tied into rather what than we just do, doing it. Rather than just doing it, which I don't do, but like I could do. Mm. Um, and it's also like Cert 3, Cert 4, so it's not like a diploma course that's going to take me a year. Mm. And, it, and that's the other thing. Like I want minimum amount of work to get the most bang for my buck. Mm. So if I did a physio degree, yes, I can diagnose, treat, and I'll have a whole another subset of information and understanding, but do I need that to fulfill the job that I'm actually going to do? Like, I'm not going to work as a physio if I did that. Are there just I'd like little online course. courses that you can look up? Probably, for, for specifically anatomy. I yeah. only thought about massage because I was like, oh, mm. that'd be interesting. Mm. as well I got my first massage yesterday how was it? it was good mm. um, a little bit sore but not too bad were you happy at the end? or <laughs> <laughs> no I wasn't I was dissatisfied paid good money for that didn't <laughs> where'd no, no. you go? it was good just remember it. you remember Elisa? oh yeah mm. how yeah. is Elisa doing? good we talked about you a fair bit really? that's where I got my Maybe gracilis uh, for your um, knee issue. Yeah. Mm. We agree it's not perineal. Mm. So I, I will talk to you off air about this because I did some stuff to it. And, and it's helped? Uh, yeah, it's helped a little bit, but I, I also don't think it's perineal anymore. Mm. I think I, and at one stage I was like, did oh, maybe it is. needles in yourself? Maybe it is fibularis. <laughs> and then... Now I'm like not so sure. Hmm. Because it's very deep. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. You don't think it's fibularis? No, I do think it's fibularis. You do think it's fibularis? Yeah, yeah slam dunk. Mm. Yeah, because fibularis um, attaches here and then like down Just here. Just under the calcaneus. Yeah. And it's like exactly. That's brevis. Yeah, like longest attaches at the toe, doesn't it? Fibularis Further longus. up the foot. No, it's like right here. Fibularis longus attaches yeah. there. Oh, I thought longest attached further up the foot. Here? No, below the digit. I thought it attached below the digit. No, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I'll look it up. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Doesn't matter. Hmm. Interesting. Did you try JHRs afterwards? Uh, no, I've, I, I did one today and it's still not perfect. Was it better? But it was better. Mm. And you thought that inverting your foot made it feel better, right? Mm. Not everting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we'll see what happens. 
Hmm. Anyway, I actually have to really go. Is this because you decided to book yourself a haircut on our podcast morning? Yeah. Didn't you only have a haircut like two weeks ago? No, like a month ago, but look how long it is. It's not long at all. It's pretty long. Okay. All right. You can wrap up then. All right. Thank you so much, Opinionation, for joining <laughs> us today on episode 24. 24. Of the yeah. Uneducated Opinions podcast. You can find Steve Norman at Steve Norman 250 on Instagram. <laughs> and you can find me at Train with Andy on Instagram. You can follow us at Uneducated Opinions on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Make sure to find us on YouTube. Watch the videos and subscribe. Uh, click that notification bell if you like what we're putting out. And lastly, guys, um, technique videos. Yes, we wanted we want some segments. So if you have ideas for segments and stuff, mm. um, that'd be really fun to do. Mm. So yeah, if you have any technique videos or things that you'd like us to talk about again, we kind of not really discuss flat Earth at all. Sorry, Claire, um, but you did send us on a good tangent. Mm. Um, so thanks for that. Anyone else? Any other topics that you want us to explore? Or as I said, those technique videos, send them in and we'll get on them for sure. Also, if no one sends us technique videos, we're just going to do our online athletes and... And pick them apart. And pick them <laughs> apart. So, very sorry if you are one of our online athletes. Mm. Alrighty, guys. See ya. See ya.